As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. We, we, we don't know what happened, but we ran into a glitch. But let's not let that delay us. Let's get right back into this word and hear what God has to say. We, we left off over in the book of Psalms 42. And we was over in verse 4. And it said, These things earnestly remember me and, uh, remember me and pour myself out into me. And how I went slowly before the throne and laid me in the process of the house of God. In other words, the, the, the passionate part that he laid down and compressed the altar. As it speaks in the amplified version. Once again, it says in the fourth verse of the 42, uh, the fourth verse of the 40, uh, chapter 42, excuse me, of verse 4 of, of the amplified version. We're in the book of Psalms before we was cut off here by some kind of whatever it was, but we're going to move forward anyway. And it says that, is it in these, is it these things I earnestly remember? And pour myself out within me and how I went slowly before the throne and I laid them in the process of the passions of the house of God. And he said, like a like a like a bandmaster, like that as you hear. One of the things that, that Dr. Martin Luther King said, y'all don't want to be a drum major for the kingdom of God, a super evangelist. He said, as a bandmaster before his band, he said, timing the steps to sound the music in the chats of songs and the voice shouting in praise, a throne keeping festivities, a keeping festivals. In other words, I'm like clockwork, Father, as I come before you crying out to you, free me from my woes, free me from my enemies, free me from the very things that come against me that make me feel alienated from that which you are designed for me to be. And as I move forward, for those who are coming back into the show, we did catch a hard glitch somewhere and knocked us off the, off the uh, air, but we're right back into the word and we know that no weapon formed against God's word shall prosper. So we're actually in Psalms 42 and we're in the area of Psalms uh, uh, 42 in verse 4 and we just went over that procedure but we're going to move on to uh, verse 5 of Psalms 42 as we move forth this morning on this Psalms report and it says over in uh, Psalms 40, uh, 40, uh, 42 over in the area of, of verse uh, 5 he said why art thou cast down O my soul and why art thou disappointed in me hope thou in God and I shall yet praise I shall yet praise him for the help 
of his continuance. Now the Amplified Version said, why are thou cast down in my inner self? You know, sometimes the enemy can come along and make you feel bombarded. He can make you feel so disappointed within yourself as if you don't got what it takes, as if you wasn't designed and engineered to do a work that God called you to do. Some people can speak so many things against you and make you feel like you just separated, like you're just an alien, like you're just alienated from whatever it is. But we keep in mind, remember, even in the midst of our darkest time, even in the midst of our most critical dilemmas that's going on in our lives, in each and every one of us because the word of God does decree that every one of us has something in us that we fall short on so we're never perfect we're still here on earth because we're sharing the blood in which the son shed on the cross for the remission of every one of our sins be you pastor be you deacon be you evangelist be you prophet be you whatever as long as we are still here on earth we have to cry out to God in the midst of our adversities and the things that we deal with that so easily tries to beset us and make us feel other than what God has really commanded and declared and called us to be but I believe what the word of God say he's a God that's rich in mercy and grace we're living in a time of now of grace that we all as men and women of God have something that we deal with on a daily basis if not a minute by minute basis some of us deal with the area of losing some some of us dealing with bad information from the doctor from the hymnologist something that we're dealing with and we're fighting through the very area and we're trusting God more so than ever before David cries out to Christ and he goes over, and as I want to go back over to the Amplified version uh, uh, of the of, of of Psalms 42 and 4, he said, "These things I earnestly remember, and I pour out myself within me. How I went slowly before the throne and laid them in process, meaning I I, I laid all my woes before you. The Bible says, cast all your cares, all of your possessions, all the things that bombard." you that word you that so easily beset you cast them all before me to the house of God he said like a band master like a band master before the band he said I timed the steps in the amplifier version of Psalms 42 and 4 I timed the steps to keep sound of the music and the chats of songs with the voice and the shouting and praising a throne keeping the festival. In other words, I stayed in line with whatever it was that's holding me back that made me feel opposite of what you commanded me to be in my life and what you declared me to be before the foundations of the world. Father God, that something is not going right here. I want you to change it around. I want you to turn this thing around because I don't want to keep going through these woes, these cries, these hurts, these pains that I'm your son call out to you, calling out to you, asking for you in the midst of my distress. He says over again, as we go over to Psalms 42 and 5, he said, why am I cast down, O my soul? Very interesting word there. Why are thy cast down, O my soul? And why are thy disappointed in me? Hope thou in God, and I shall yet praise him for the help of his continuance. David knew in the midst of his dilemma, even when he was a bad young man and he wasn't doing right, even when we don't do things and we know that's not right, and God is really disappointed in us and not disappointed us in such a way that we can't be delivered for whatever it is that we're in, but understand and realize that God is a mercy and graceful God. That even in the midst we may have slipped and said and done something to somebody, or treated somebody mischievously, or said something out of our mouth that wasn't right, even when our language was spicy. Not even in the midst 
of the faces of the person, but saying things behind their back that we know we're not all to say. But yet we're looking for God to praise. We're looking for the praises and the reports from God. We're looking for all the blessings from God. And we know within ourselves are some things that we've done that was not right. It, it amazes me when a man can say something about another man or woman, and then they can go on and they can open up their mouth and they can speak with the same mouth and praise God. After they went on the phone and gossiped and talked about everybody and said all kinds of things about them. The word of God decrees according to the book of Proverbs 18. He said, that's where the death comes and that's where the life comes. It's up off in your mouth. That's why he said, according to Romans 10, 8, 9, that when you begin to confess and you begin to declare and decree that he's God and beside him, there's no other, that he's the one that raised his son from death. He said, you shall still be saved. That means all old things, according to 2 Corinthians 5, 17, has now passed away. Your slate has been wiped clean, according to Colossians. Every handwriting on the wall that the enemy tried to so easily beset you with to make you feel other than what God had declared you to be has now been taken away from you. But yet you still go out and say things you ought not to say. You praise him. You ask him to help you in the time of needs. And with the same mouth, you go out and you curse the very creation that he made. And you say things about him in such a way that you don't even know where you are. Because you look down on someone else, but you want to look things, you want things to look up for you, excuse me. But we got to understand that we all fall short to somewhere in our life. The Bible declares in Psalms 42, he said, why is I cast down? Why did I cast down in my soul? Why, why are you self-cast? Why are you self-cast down? Why are you mourning? Why are you so disappointed within? Why your hope of what I'm able to do? Why does the expectancy within you is being so drawn away? What's wrong? Why should I praise him? You, 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 you're looking at God and say, Lord, I'm so disappointed. I can't even pray. Have you ever got to a point in your life you don't even know if you can pray? You know, sometimes the old folks say, and uh, my mother say, when you, when you moan, the devil don't know what you're talking about. When you get the, hmm, hmm, sometimes you just got to moan when you can't open your mouth. And every time you open your mouth about a thing, a situation you went through, your heart just pains. It just hurts. But God is right there who looks over you, even in the midst of everything that you're going through. God said, I know your heart. I know where you are. Go ahead and give me praise and I'll show you what great God I am. How I'll bring you out the very things that the enemy meant for you to be able to die in or fall short in. That make you feel opposite what I commanded and declared for you to be. David's faith, his confidence, his restored through the throne of God. Because of his belief. It says over in Psalms 42 and 6. He said oh my God. My soul is cast down within me. Therefore I will remember you. For all the land of Jordan. And the Hemanites. For the hills of Mars. He's speaking volume here. David is saying there are some things. That you brought me through. That I know I never should have made it through. But yet in the midst of all of my mischievousness. And all the things I've done with Uriah and all the things I've done to do things against her husband and all the things I've done against men that was right. God, you yet kept me. That's why God came in. That's why David came in and came with Psalms 51. One of the most strongest repenting prayers in the Bible. You, you, you ought to want to just take time and just read it over and over again and think about the mercy and grace that God has put upon you. He said, have mercy upon me, O God, according to thy loving kindness. Right there, God is delivering you. 
for whatever it may be in your life that's alienating you and making you feel other than what God has designed for you to be. He said, according to the multitude of my tender mercies, blot out all my transgression. We read them in Psalms 51, but yet we're still in Psalms 42. I want you to see something that in the midst of your dilemma, in the midst of your, your God pardoning you, to whatever it is he's excusing you from, to knowing that he's yet there with you. God is roaring in his voice and coming and stepping in the midst for you. He's the perpetuation for you and I. That we, we don't know which way to go. Things are racking all over our head. Circumstance in our marriages, circumstance in our family. Things are going with our, with, with, within our family. We don't know who to turn to. Everywhere we turn, somebody's got something to say about us that's not quite right. But God and his rich and his mercy and grace. The Bible declares and decrees according to Psalms 46. He said, if you call on me, he said, I'm a refuge. He didn't say, I'll come later on. The day you hear my voice, the word of God say, hearken not your heart. But Psalms 46 makes it very strong. He said, look, I'm a life raft for you in the midst of your dilemma. When the ocean is tossing and turning you, ripping you up and down, tearing you apart. Man up beside the wall, all aside the everywhere else. You don't know which way to look and know which way to go. God said, I'm right there with you in the midst of your turmoil. I know you, I created you, I designed you, I engineered you. I know who you are. I know where you are. I know how to get to you faster than you think you know how. I'm a God of creation. I'm a God of, 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 of sovereignty. I am the God. I am that I, I am that I am. He goes on and he says over in the Amplified Version of Psalms 42, he said, roaring the deep calls and roaring the deep and the tender in the water spots. All your breaks, all your roaring waves have gone over me. It's kind of like when Jonah was out there in the belly of the fish. When Jonah began to be disappointed and supposed to go over to Nineveh and speak a word, he got on the boat and went over so what a thrasher. He got him a ticket and he got on the side of the boat and he went there and went to sleep. And then the storms began to rose. They, uh, Jonah didn't call. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. All on God, but the ship sailors who was in the ship called on their gods, and they came and got Jonah and said, look, you need to get up out here and call on your God. And David began, uh, Jonah, excuse me, began to confess about who he was and who he belonged to, that he was in a disrebellious situation. And he said, just cast me over in the midst of the belly of the great fish. There were some words that came forth out of Jonah's mouth. He pleaded to the Lord about his mischievous behavior, about his, 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 his rebellion toward him and what he told him to do. And God allowed him to come back and live again. Ain't that the same way with you and I? That we're in the deepest part of the belly of the fish and we don't know which way we're going to go. We've been consumed already. 
but yet in our distress cry we call out to God to bring us out of the very depths of which we're in. He says over in Psalms 43, I mean Psalms 42, excuse me, in the 8th verse, he said, yet the Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime and in the night. This song should be, this, should, this song, excuse me, should be with me in my prayers unto God of my what life, which is my salvation. The Amplified Version says like this, he said, yea, Lord, will command, yea, Lord, will command his loving kindness in the daytime, in the night. His song should be with me a prayer to God, a, a prayer to the God of my life. You know, it, it breaks it down so strongly that he's the head, he's the author, he's the finisher, that you as men, men and women, God, should continuously, day and night, give God praise, even when you wake up, even when you go to sleep, even in the midst when you're just driving down the street, Lord, I thank you for every minute that you brought me here to be here on earth, that I know that any time the enemy could try to come in and just, uh, snatch me up out of here, but yet, Father God, I will continue to give you praise all through the day, all through the night, your word will continually be in my mouth. The, uh, the book of Joshua said you ought to meditate on it. Joshua 1 and 8. He said you ought to meditate on the word of God. He goes on over in Psalm 42 for the sake of time. After having this little glitch in the system, it been pulled away. But God is bringing it back more powerful. He said according to the book of Psalm 42 in the ninth verse, he said, I will say to God, the rock, listen to what he said. You got to have a foundation now. Then when you go through all these woes, all these cries, all these worries, all these disappointments, you got to know where your rock is. You got to know where your resting place is. You got to know where to lay your head down and call on the Lord. The Bible says, if you call on me, I will by no means turn you down. I will no means pull you back from what I declare for you to be. He said, I say, he said, I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why going? I mourn because of the oppression of the enemies. You know, you when you look at that statement, you think about it. He's crying out because he don't know which way he need to go. He he know that God is a God of his salvation. He saw how God brought him to so many things. But I'm telling you, the enemy can get in your mind sometimes and just confuse you. They make you feel that you're not even wanted, that you're not even needed, that God don't even hear your prayers. I believe that God said when you call out. But you got to call out in faith. You believe and understand that when you speak a word and declare a word, it's already heard from the kingdom of God. That through him that everything and all things have been possible and has already been made ways for you. He says in the book of Jeremiah 29, 11, even the thoughts and the plans that he has for you has already been made the way for you. The word of God declares the decree that yea, though I walk through what seems to be the shadow of a valley of death. I'm telling you, I will fear not one demon or one devil. Bring it on, as Apostle Paul said. If there's any more sin out there that you want to bring to me, he said, I'll bring, I'll suck it all up because I'm coming to do the work of what God sent me to do. The word of God declares when you look at the book of John 14 chapter, and I don't want to go too far off. In the 14th chapter, in the 10th verse, if you want to turn over with me, he declares a word according to the kingdom that's so powerful. That even as we as men and women, we got to believe and trust in him in the midst of whatever it is we're going through. In the book of John 14, you turn over to John 14 in the Gospels. He says over in the 10th verse, he said, believe it thou not that I am in the Father and the Father in me. That the words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father who dwelleth, who dwelleth, who, uh, but the Father, excuse me, who doeth the work. 
but the Father that dwelleth in me does the work. I say Christ is going to do the work to you. That when God, when the Word of God tells you, according to Philippians 1 and 6, that if he begun a great work in you, he's going to do a performance. God is a performing God, but it takes your faith. It takes you to have a mark 9 and 23 all up off in your soul. He goes on and says in John 14 11, he said, believe me that I'm in the Father and the Father in me, or else believe me for the works sake. He says over in the book of John 14, 4, 14 and 12, Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do, he shall do also, and greater works he shall do, because I go to my Father. The Word of God declares that even when you understand and realize that he doesn't do the work. See, Jesus knew what he was designed to do. He said, I don't come to do the work for myself. I come to do the work of the one who sent me. It ain't about my title or my name. I come to bring demonstration to you to let you understand that it's not me who's doing the work, but it's I'm being obedient to the one who sent me. When you begin to obey God in every area of your life, I will declare and decree and decree and declare by the power of God that the word of God said there's no good thing. Psalms 84, 11. No good thing that he would hold from you. He commands and he declares his word in Psalms uh, be 39 and 34. 89 and 34. He said, my word I will not break. My covenants I will not break. God will not go back on his word. But it takes you to stand in you with God. To believe that when you speak in the midst of your perils in your life. That God is able to bring you out of whatever it is that the enemy is trying to hold against you. He says once again in Psalms 42 and 9. He said, I say that the God of my rock. You got to have a rock in your life. You got to have a Cephas in your life. You got to have a Cephas type spirit. You got a Peter like spirit. That even though you may forget some time or things. But you got to know just what you need to go back to. He goes on and says in Psalms 42 and 10. He said he say, as with a sword crashing. Now reading from the Amplified Version. In the 10th verse. And we're going back and forth through the King James Version. In the NIV Version. He says over here in the Amplified Version. He says that, that as the sword crashes. And my bones, my enemies taunt and reproach me. Well, and they say continually in me, where is your God? Kind of like how they tormented Christ when he was taken through his very little uh, situation before Pontius Pilate, how they tormented him. Where is your God now? I give you a robe, let me get a robe, and let me put some thorns on your head. Where is your God now? But when Pilate came to him and said, don't you know I got the power? Jesus said, you ain't got no power. You ain't got no power over me. That's the same thing in you and our situation. There is no power. There is no power. He has no power over you. He goes on and he says over in the area of Psalms 42 and 11. He said, why have I cast down oh my, oh in my inner self? And why should I mourn over me and despite within and, and, dis, and, and be dis, disquated? I mean, disconnected in other words. Within me, he tells me a strong word that in the midst of your dilemma, in the midst of your situation, don't get disconnected from Christ. Your hope of your salvation. He said, hope in God and wait expectantly. Expect something from God. That whatever you're dealing, whatever you're going through, God is yet in the midst of bringing you out of whatever dilemma that you're in. He said, wait expectantly for him. For I shall yet praise him who is the help in my continuance in my God. I mean, he's telling you some strong stuff here. He 
even though I go through failures, you know, through perils, great problems, I know that God is going to be right there with me despite of or whatever it may be. Well, my little old pea brain can't think of the right thing. God is just showing me in the direction I need to go in. He's just shining a light and casting his, his love down on me. On my soul. He loves me. He created me. He engineered me. He made me to do the workmanship. He made me Ephesians 2 and 10. I am Christ. I am designed. I'm engineered. I'm made. I'm called and be given the power. According to Romans 4 and 17. I can speak and call things that be not though if they were. I am has sent me. I am the son of I am have created me. If he says he is, then I am. And he's given me the power, according to Luke 10 and 19, then I have power. Ephesians 1 and 21 said, every kind of principality and power and dominion. Not only name this world, but everything that which is of God has given you the ability to overthrow every negative thought that ever tried to come into your mind. Romans 12 and 2 said, look, get it right. Change your nugget up. Get your mind right. Get the mind of, that's in Christ Jesus. Let it be in you. Let it be in you and know that through you, through, through God, that everything and all things are possible. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, it's always a pleasure for you to be able to come on and be with me during the course of this time of my son's report. It's always something God has given me. I do uh, apologize for the uh, the glitch that we had in the system and it kind of pushed us back to start pretty much over again. But I believe we're going to go forth and whatever was planned in this word on today has already went forth. I believe there's no weapon formed. It was no weapon form against that what God is bringing forth. God bless you. We thank you here at Harvest New Life Church. We thank you for coming on and joining us during this time of the segment of the show. We believe that we continue to pray for you. You pray for us. Keep us lifted up as we continue to do this great work for the kingdom of God to push forth like we never have pushed before. Thanksgiving to each and every one of you. Happy Thanksgiving to each and every one of you. And those of you who want to come and be a part of the website or just be a part of this very service, can do so by going to my website and going under contacts. Leave me a lovely letter or information, something of a comment or quote, and how you enjoyed the service on this morning. But may God bless you. May God keep you. Remember, this is a day that God has created, and you got to be glad therein, trusting God and believe and declare and decree from the power and know that through Him everything and all, I said all things, are possible. You're a believer. Have faith.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 